calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am thrilled to invite you to Rachel Uncensored, my podcast where I get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics. From personal stories to hot button issues, we cover it all. New episodes drop every Wednesday, so make sure you tune in on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored. Hello and welcome to the IGN UK podcast. My name is Joe Scrabbles, and the reason I sound so authoritative is because I've got a glass of wine, except it's water. Yeah. <laughs> Halfway through this podcast, it'll be a miraculous change. Mm. Uh, I'm joined. You just a bit. Shut up! I'm joined <laughs> by the Judas Simon Cardi. Hello. And I don't know which one are you. Another the devil. But no, I'm going to say you're Aww. John. John. Oh, yeah. He's brilliant. got. A, he's got a. Book. Oh, right. He did alright. his book. Book also John. known as Dale. <laughs> yeah, Dale the book. Simon was actually one of the disciples. He was, yeah, well, he? you're Judas, all right. Peter. We've established this. How are you both? I know it makes no right. sense. Oh god. Yeah, been good. We're recording this much <laughs> earlier in the week than usual. It it's really a, yeah. thrown me for a loop. Yeah, mm. it is a Wednesday. Just to be totally clear to you, so if anything happens in the next two days, which is massive, we've got a real hump day vibe. Ooh. <laughs> because. Well, it is. Yeah. Uh, first off, we're going to talk about a little old game called God of War, which Ooh. I've not played, so I don't know why yeah. I'm hosting at all. What? Well, I, I have played it. Maybe I should start hosting. How long did you play? I've played the first two hours, roughly. The ho- From the very beginning? Yep, from the very beginning. So you've seen the opening cutscene as well? I have. Ooh. And that's the remarkable thing about the game, is that it's all one... There is no cuts in the game. It is all one continuous shot. So nice. anyone who actually calls... The cinematic scenes, cutscenes, is technically wrong. Yes, because there are no cuts. That's very interesting, uh, isn't it? You would call them cinematics, I feel. Or non player used <laughs> scenes. Very good. <laughs> I'm glad we said you to see on. this bloody game. Uh, um, I liked that uh, when, um, when you first came back, and this, yeah. this is the kind of thing you'd notice, so I think it speaks positively of you but when you came back from seeing it you pointed yeah. out that it's all a single cut yeah i was like wow what a great observation i didn't realize that cory barlog had got up and told everyone at the pre- press event <laughs> that that was the case i think he's very proud of it and he should be oh no i totally agree but it's just that i read it in every single preview so yeah. i but what you're saying is i've been indoctrinated what what i'm saying is that you are smart enough that I would assume mm. you'd see that well and recount it and i, I think believed I, I think it. i i would like to think i would have seen it um, I don't know if I would have. I don't care about uh, editing. I want to know about you? axes. Axes. Tell me all about He's it. He's got a great axe. Was that Seriously. It? <laughs> yeah. It's a magic um, axe, right? Yeah. Basically, his axe is, it has a frozen ability. So what it does is he can throw it. it he throws it yeah. at an enemy <laughs> and it lodges in them. And he then froze freezes. it and then he, he froze, froze them. froze them. Fro- as in yes, as in freezes, <laughs> yeah. as in it froze them. Yeah. Right. Um, so yeah, free- if it doesn't kill them, it'll make them just freeze and stop so they can't move. Okay. And you can leave it in them and go fight some people Ooh. with your hands. And then, because it's kind of like a magic boomerang axe, he can then recall it using force powers, essentially. He's not a Jedi. Yeah. He yeah. might be. I don't know. I've only played the first two hours. He so might become a Jedi. I guess the elemental part is... It's that one element for now, and later in the game it will become. I don't know. Elements. I'm I'm not 100 percent sure about. It. I don't. Oh, you I would imagine. You'd imagine so. Though. I don't that know seems if it is. so played out, like different yeah. elements that you learn through is, a game. They can't kind of, be doing that. But the God of War is all about the variety of weapons. So maybe that's just that one weapon yeah. is the frozen I'm, axe. I, from what I've not seen any other weapons in the game. Yeah. Um, 
Deadly Hallows, I've only played the first two hours, but you also use it for puzzles, which is kind of okay. new. So, like, it's Tomb Raider sort of puzzles, so, like, you have to get winches up, and then you throw the axe to make something freeze, like a cog, oh, so you cool. could then go through, and then you'd recall it. And it's very much modelled, I think, on the new Tomb Raider remasters, because remastered just remake four remakes, aren't yeah. they? Um, and then sense of it's kind of semi-open world okay it's not what's that mean? it tunnels you it tunnels you through the campaign going a very specific route but then you pass like tombs that, essentially that you can't get into at the moment so right. it's metroidvania style it's, okay okay sounds kind of like the two made a reboot like, that's exactly so what i said yeah. yeah you're funneling through these gaps but then you're coming into open environments yeah. which and you can fast can travel back to, to them yeah right, and okay. there'll be places you can't access yet because you haven't got the ability i don't know what those abilities are so you didn't get any abilities that open no, up any stuff that's not good. yet that's exciting so yeah i I'm think once you've done the story there'll be plenty to do in this game which is very interesting my concern with this game before i'd spoke to you about it was mm. That the sun was going to be annoying. He's absolutely fine. Right. First hour and a half to two <laughs> yeah. hours, he wasn't greeting. Are you talking personality-wise or gameplay-wise? Uh, both. So if you had to babysit him, absolutely, yeah. If it yeah, was you don't have to but... do that. No, he helps you out. So he has a bow and arrow, which you he will kind of free use, but you, if you press down square, you can tell him, and aim, you can tell him what to fire at for you. Okay. So he can kind of distract enemies if you're getting yeah. surrounded. So oh, he's very helpful. And he'll, be... he'll like, if you're getting, if you don't see someone's coming from behind you, he'll go, oh, behind you. So he'll give you like little, Sweet. he'll help you. So it sounds like a little bit like what I want, which is like Elizabeth in Bioshock, it's exactly as opposed like to yeah. Ashley in Resident Evil 4. Yeah. Like, tell him to hide more, places. Definitely more Bioshock. And to be, God of War, this, it looks absolutely unbelievable. Yeah, but everyone's it's saying it's stunning. like it's the it is the one for PS4. Yeah, like, I mean, I think Horizon has been that, and the new Shadow of the Colossus was also and Uncharted Four. Yeah, Uncharted that 4 was also incredible. But this God of War looks unbelievable, and the music is brilliant. As is well. it? Yeah, it's that's amazing. good. I don't have that much of a connection to God of War. I never really Neither played any of the other I've ones. Never, I've played a bits of the old ones. I've never finished one. Really? But this new game was... Oh, so it's actually... Me, it was, this is right on my alley. Thinking about it, it's exactly the same as Uncharted. It's like never... I didn't have yeah. I didn't have a PS3 hmm. and I, for some reason, never played the PS2 one. There was a PS... Yeah, no. the first one was PS2. No, was yeah. PS3. Wait, Uncharted, yeah, it was all PS3, yeah. It was all PS3. But no, God, uh, God of War. I'm talking about. Oh, sorry. sorry. Yeah, there yeah, was PS2 sorry. ones PS2, on that one. Yeah, yeah, the first yeah. ones. Yeah. But it got to this installment where they seem to have changed up quite a lot, or maybe it's just because it's more open to me, and now yeah. I'm looking at it like, wow, this is the first time I've really been excited <laughs> about this series. This is, go on. this is the first time in a long time that I've picked up playing a game within 10 minutes gone, this feels amazing. This is the best. I mean, it looks great, sounds great, story seems interesting, but the actual gameplay seems unbelievable. Like, this is the best feeling I've played in a long time. It did, like, the more I see of it, like, it does, there's a lot of familiarity to the old ones. I played through one, two, and three. I never played, what was the fourth one called? Uh, Ascension? Ascension? Yes, yeah. never played that mm -hmm. one. But it, I was, when I first saw it, it seems like it was such a distant, like, idea. But now mm. it seems like there's a lot of familiarity popping back up. But enough familiarity, there's, it's still, like, it's got, it's, can appease fans but also has new ideas and new yeah you know over the shoulder for example is like a completely yeah. new way of controlling kratos i mean yeah just, i'm not familiar with the series that much but yeah it has me and i can't wait mm. to play that whole game my favorite thing that i've heard about it from someone who isn't an ign critic because obviously <laughs> we're the best um was um our personal friend to more, but our professional enemy to more <laughs> from <laughs> from GameSpot um, said that when he was playing playing the game, Corey Barlog, the director, he is the director, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. Walked over and said, "You like platinum games, don't you?" And he was like, "Yeah." He's like, "Yeah," because you're playing this game like a platinum game. You're oh, wow. like comboing and moving around the arena. And then he was walking up to other people and saying, you like Dark Souls, because they were turtling, like pulling people towards them, That's trying amazing. to get a hit in and rolling, mm. which. Might be like a kind of a little sort of gimmicky way of talking yeah. to people, but I love the idea that the game's free enough to let yeah, you sure, yeah. express the way you play the you, combat. You can see they've brought it along loads from the last God of War games. You can see all the influences from the new Tomb Raiders. From I know it's cheap to say, oh, it's got Dark Souls in it, but I can see a lot of Dark Souls in it. Yeah. So it's like, and he's fighting with your fists when the axe is stuck in some zombie's yeah. head. Or you Actually can just gun equip it. Uh, yeah, it feels good. It feels. It felt weighty, just like the axe itself. It, it feels, it's half thing to explain, but it feels heavy. Yeah. And it just feels so great. what do you mean? When you unequip it, then he just goes to fist. Can't yeah. 
Okay. Which I, I like Which the idea that there's two also, So with your fist, you can build up these kind of super moves. So if you, you fill up a bar with your fist, you can't do this with your axe. It builds up like a stun meter. Right. And you can press in the right stick and it does like a finisher move on yeah. them. Oh, it I just love. like rips their head off. It's, an, That's it's, like it's amazing. Yeah. I've been lovely. I've been <laughs> diving back into Mad Max recently mm. because Mad Max is fucking amazing yeah, yeah. and I just really never game. finished it. Mm. And that has the same thing where combat, like it's taking all its ideas for how combat controls from Batman but where Batman's like fucking flying across yeah. the room in one hit. Mad Max, you have to time every single punch because he's so fucking slow. He just <laughs> yeah. like wings around and then you get that, you can do those Fury finisher things yeah. and he just suplexes people and stuff and it feels insane. Like yeah. it's just a mad you combat I never system. finished that game either. I might get back oh to it. Oh my God, it's so yeah. good. Actually, it was I was, really good. I was going to write something about this, but I just couldn't be bothered. Um, there was um, <laughs> the thing it reminds me of going back to it now it has the same, um, like, respect for the horizon as Breath of the Wild does. Right, that okay. feeling of, it's not going to tell you what's over there. It's just you're going to look at it and go, what the fuck is that? Yeah, like, yeah, there's a yeah, ruined smokestack yeah. or, mm. like, smoke coming out of some ruins. <laughs> smokestack or smoke coming out of ruins. <laughs> it's it's really diverse. Um, <laughs> or, you know, like, all these little things that it, you, it will... Certain things you can't even mark on the map, and it yeah. just goes... Gotta see what that is. It's really nice, just like bombing it over dunes in a stupid old car with a hunchback yeah. in the back. It's oh, brilliant. Man, yeah, I really want to play That's it. That's a good now. game. Might yeah. go back to it. But God of War. Yeah, it sounds alright. <laughs> Bloody brilliant. Yeah. Well, the first hour and a half is rest could be awful. The new Mad yeah. Max says IGN UK. <laughs> um, a game coming out slightly sooner, but not that much sooner. God of War's like next month, isn't it? Or is it the end of April? April Four twenty, baby. Four twenty, yeah. of course it is. <laughs> what other day are you going to book off to play video be, games? Yeah. 420, playing God of War and building Labo. Yeah. Oh, oh, shit, yeah. yeah. God, what a terrifying day. Um, <laughs> just building a big cardboard <laughs> robot for yourself and building playing God of War in it. It's like <laughs> Avengers the week after. It's all kicking off. That's huh? insane. But this week, in fact, today, if you're listening to it on Friday, A Way Out is coming, which is the co op uh, split screen, well, co op only yeah. split screen prison escape game. It's like an adventuring. Yeah. Game. Action adventure, I guess. From the this guy. one I haven't played and you both have. I know. Mm. It's amazing. Oh, it's almost how like we, the world works. You'd think we chose ourselves <laughs> to be on this podcast, oh. but we're literally the only people who could do it this week. <laughs> yeah. um, but A Way Out is by the guy who made Brothers, which mm. is one of my low key favourite games of all oh, time. I absolutely love it. Brothers that. is insane. Um, and ironically, I played it with my sister. Did you? Yeah. Did you do it on one controller? I can't remember now. I think you can do it with two. I think you? you could, but there was always this thing of like, if you want to play Brothers the right way, you should play on a single controller. Oh, that no, I definitely like wouldn't. Exactly. I definitely Imagine, <laughs> especially if you played it with your I sibling. I'm now, I'm now, though if my memories betray me, maybe she just watched me play it. I don't know. <laughs> she was in the room. <laughs> All right. She was in the house. She was yeah. in the country. Yeah. Uh, a way out. I think you've come out feeling we've only we haven't played the game, the no. full game. We've played just selected little, sections from it. Very selected. Post- Prison Escape, yeah. which is sort of weird for a game that bills itself as a Prison Escape game. Absolutely, yeah. But I think it's a. I think the idea is it's an adventure about guys who escape from prison and then them being on the run. Yeah, sure. So I don't know how much. I don't know whether that's half and half or what it's going to be. Um, um, you came out, I think, more negative than I was, yeah. but I also I have reservations about it. It's a strange one. I, de- I definitely see the positives as well. Like I think the idea of focusing on. On co-op is a unique idea and the fact that it forces you down that avenue and I love the idea of the, how the screen splits up and yeah. divides and can, one person can be in a cutscene another person's live action I think all that is fantastic ideas I just think the core mechanics of the game aren't necessarily that interesting and I know he said I'm not sure of the exact quote but he said something like you never want to do the same thing twice Yeah, is that right? Yeah. Um, and I, I get that I never did the same thing twice but it also felt like everything I did do I would Was never want to do it. R2. Yeah, I would never want to do that again it's anyway because it's you super never basic. to do the same thing twice, but a lot of what I've seen is running and walking, which you know, they do a lot. There's a lot there of, is a hold, lot of running hold R2 for a length of time and then the other person holds R2 yeah. for a length of time. Yeah. There's a lot of that, but I think there was this whole stealth section we got to play and it felt very much like a stealth game of five years ago. Yeah. It, very clunky mechanics mm. and it it just didn't feel... Like, and I know it's not, but it didn't feel like a AAA game. Yeah. Although, you know, I know it's not supposed to be, but it feels like it should be. Well, it kind of, it has the visuals of one. Yes. For maybe. sure. And the, and the, and the grandiose like, idea of one. Yeah. I, well. I like, what I really, what I really like about it is 
or the way he presented it to me. So I played the game with the director, Joseph yeah. Farris, and he said his idea for it was finding gameplay, which is this idea that, in, like most games, build a mechanic and then you build a game around it. Whereas he went, okay, so I want to tell this story from here to here. How do we make sure there's gameplay in every single scene along that sure, way? Yeah. Which I think is super admirable. Mm, yeah. Who knows whether it will actually pull it off? Because because the problem of the way we've played it is they've gone, we want them to play this bit and this bit and this bit and this bit and none of the bits in between. So yeah. you don't get to know the characters. You don't know what it's like to be in a situation where you don't know what to do, which in co-op games is always the yeah. most fun bit. It's trying to work something That's out it. and arguing. It sounds like it would have been a lot easier for him to find gameplay if he'd just written a story about, like, four football matches. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> I mean, Have you played The done. Journey, yes, Joseph Farris? Exactly. Come on, mate. The Journey still one of the greatest innovations in gaming if that was of co- recent years. If that was co-op. Oh, mate. Even yeah. better. Maybe if I played play that with you. Horrible big year, lanky man. bloke. Imagine yeah. this year. They'll Whoa. do that this year, probably. They've got to they? do something. they got to yeah. make it better somehow, isn't Hunter they? returns again. again. <laughs> Hunter cloned. Yeah. Oh, imagine, if, imagine if they went super sci-fi Maybe. with it. If they just got the guy who wrote that, the Zla- that Zlatan comic we got yeah. sent. <laughs> Zlatan legend. Uh, Hunter's brother. Has Hunter got a little brother? He's, he's got a little sister. Oh, there he goes. Um, oh, USA so- International, she is. Yeah. Okay. That's weird, isn't it? That's a strange twist. Yeah, it's just <laughs> market to LA. His dad moved to LA, had a secret half sister for him. What? Whoa, That's whoa, the wrong whoa, term. Whoa, spoilers, guys. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and there's the bit where you go to the moon with Thierry Henry. That's good, isn't it? Oh, yeah. okay. Um, <laughs> You're hooking me in now. Half right. Um, <laughs> Thierry Henry is in it. You actually um, go to the galaxy. Yeah, it's lovely. Um, but what, what the fuck were we talking about? The way out. Oh, way yeah, out. that game. Yeah. Um, it's yeah, it's weird because there are lots of elements I like, and I like the way it's been presented. I just don't know how it's going to feel to sit down for six hours with someone else yeah, and sure. just do whatever it asks you to do. Very simplistic requests as well. Like, I mean, I'm sure we've only played very smaller sections, but as far as I can see, it's very like by the numbers, sort of quick timey, nothing too taxing. That's really. the thing is like the way it's present, the way it was presented at E3 was you're escaping from prison. Yeah. If you've ever seen a prison escape in a film, you know that there's like, you've got to do this at this right time and this person's got to be doing this and it like all these things coalesce into this big concertina effect of like sure. things that have to happen. Yeah. And this game's all about just being like in a, well, for the bits we played, yeah. the way they've presented it is a game where you're sometimes in a lake and you need a fish. Yeah. It should be, like, called, it should be called On the Run. There was one yeah, well, bit when you have to cook the fish and I was trying to get the fire started, and then I was like, oh no, need to go and get some twigs. Picked up the twigs, put the twigs on. Well, Sam, who was playing with me, just sat there and fished. It's like, it's very like one button prompt. That's it. Of, you love twigs, though. I do like twigs. That's yeah. what's going on about twigs, don't yeah. I? Yeah. But this, cool. is, this, is a, this is another worry is like, maybe the prison bit is amazing. Maybe yeah. there are loads of things to do, and it's really exciting. Mm. And it's, it's not going to digress too much. It is a story. Yeah. But what happens if you finish that bit and then it's just all like what we played? Yeah. Then it's a problem as well because yeah. you're front-loading how good all it that It very much is. feels like a sort of thing you can only play once. Well, even though it appears like there's branching paths, like it's making decisions. Like I, So I saw the video of you playing it one way, so yeah. I decided when I played it to do it another way. Mm-hmm. And it's very much that, what do they call it? The diamond, is it? Uh, yes, yeah, diamond-shaped yeah. design. Yeah, diamond-shaped design. It's very much we came to the exact same conclusion and it... There was no real difference, so I don't know yeah. if there's much repair. Doesn't seem with to this have, game. from what I've seen, like the emotional sort of resonance that Brothers did. Well, this is the problem: is I've heard, but not witnessed firsthand. So I take this with a grain of salt. That mm. the dialogue is absolutely terrible, yeah. and the beautiful thing about Brothers is it's wordless. Yeah. Or uh, when, sorry, it's not wordless; it's nonsense. Like when yeah. people speak, yeah. you can't understand. So you just all you see are there emotions being represented right. mm. which means when it finishes you fucking cry because it is <laughs> amazing I mean, in a way out you've got like leo who's this big i, I don't like italian american guy who's just mm. like hey you fucking mook i don't know what's going on with you vincent you're like it's a bit yeah. It's harder to relate with it. <laughs> I haven't really seen much of the, that stuff though. Like every time I got to a cutscene, somebody would jump over my shoulder and make sure we weren't watching it. Anymore. Yeah. So, mm. but like I said, we don't know. We haven't played what is the main selling point of this game, which is the prison break. So who knows how long that goes on for? Yeah. And how good that is. I'm not, I mean, I've still got high hopes for. But it. But that's it. It's one of those things where the idea is so good. Yeah. 
that you desperately want it to be good. Absolutely. I don't want to be saying negative things about it. Mm. And honestly, the first time I came out of it, I was like, this is all great. Like, I wasn't super impressed with any with this, this, or this, but yeah. the idea is still intact. Like, yeah. I really hope it comes together. Sure. It's a good, yeah. like, eight hours or so, you said, didn't it? It's meant to be six to eight hours. Six, like, yeah. I think there's little exploration bits, and, like, you can do stupid yeah. things like play Connect oh, definitely, 4. Definitely yeah. going to play it. That's the problem, is you have to put aside so much time with someone else, though. And who among us has friends? Am I yeah, right? I don't know. It's pretty I mean, tough. We'd have to take a whole day of work to do that. <laughs> and even if two of us played, the other one would be left out. What are we going to yeah. do? Awful oh. business. Let's think about something nicer, like Nino Cooney 2. Right. Well, hang on, though. What? Huh? I've got to interrupt, because I've got another way out story. That oh, I've shit. To tell. Oh, oh, God, of course you do. Sorry, <laughs> no I forgot worries, about no this. Uh, so, yeah, I got to go to an escape room for an away out. Uh, an away out? Our way out the other night, which was... Fun. <laughs> Let you was it? Suspense there. Did you get out? Uh, yeah, we made it out in the end. Yeah, yep. it turns out uh, it was. So it was a bit weird. So it was based around the old prison aspect of it. So I. So they came out. The guards came out, and they had all our overalls, what we had to put on, telling us we were inmates now. Were you co-op? Like, was it two of you? No, it was actually six to eight of us. I think it was six of us in our room. Fuck that conceptually. It's quite a lot of people. And also, when we came out, we got a spiel from the guards and whatnot. But when we got in there, we realised it was just a garage. And the whole task was repairing an engine and then getting some weapons. And all the way through it, I'm I'm just getting you to fix their car for them. (laughs) All the way through it, I was thinking, like, I don't know, what has this got to do with getting out of prison? Also, what was the guard spiel? Like, (laughs) oh, it was just like, welcome inmates. Like, this is my prison. I run this prison. You will behave. And you're just looking and going, if you do have claustrophobia, there's a small button on the wall. (laughs) We can break, we will break character. They did give us instructions (laughs) before. Oh, there is a, a radio at one point. They said, if you get stuck, radio and we'll basically give you the answers. Yeah. So oh, like, class- prison? Classic prison guard <laughs> spiel. There was, um, it was maggots. Like, overall, like concept aside, it was really good fun. But there was one funny little thing that I want to say what happened was. So beforehand, uh, me and Sam, who's a guy who works here as well, we were playing the game and we were meeting people and saying hello to people. And this one guy came up to me and he said, hi, my name's Dan. What's your name? So I introduced myself. And he said, oh, have you played the game? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, what do you think? Yeah, it's really good. Have you played the game? He's like, oh no, I've just got here, but I'm gonna be I'm gonna be playing it afterwards. Ooh. And at this point, like, I should warning signs should have been going off. But stupidly, I just say, oh, okay. And then he said, Have you ever done an escape the room before? And I, I told him that I've done a few. And I told him one of my favorite practices is to try and get on to break character as much as possible. <laughs> You've been done. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he just nodded and went, Oh yeah, I probably won't do that. He said it in a very like jovial manner, and then it turns out when we get in there, yeah, he was a plant, as he expected. <laughs> and yeah, so you shivved him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he's dead. Uh, afterwards, we made eye contact for a brief second. It was very awkward. Oh. I didn't know how to approach the situation. You had to tell him inside. He was going absolutely. Done he was you. loving it. Uh. Like, he absolutely done me up. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah. Check so out his gaming fun. blog, though. Yeah, check out his gaming <laughs> blog, whatever that may be. Yeah, liar.com. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> let that one wash over you (laughs) forward slash deceit oh (laughs) nice keep it going that's the only way to make it better no Nino Cooney 2 I like Nino Cooney 2 is it still a Studio Ghibli game no well then what's the point in it (laughs) it's fun (laughs) oh okay should we move on no it's uh, it's it's so cute sell me on Nino Cooney 2 yeah because I don't uh, give a shit it's such a did you play any of Nino? You're right, mate. It's all right. You need to. Did you play any of one? No. No. So it's like you said, Studio Ghibli. Did you say Ghibli? I say Ghibli, but that's Ghibli. Feels right. They had a they had a hand in the first one, and so it's got that art style of that sort of anime film, and. The second one shares, they're not working on it, but it's the same style. So it's Japanese anime style. But the one big difference is the first game was turn-based. So it's your classic JRPG, party-based. Kind of a, a lazy way to say it is cross between Final Fantasy and Pokemon. Like okay. you have little creatures that you put in your party. I didn't never what? finish the first one. <laughs> little creatures you didn't... put in your party? I thought you were going to say catch. You no, said it's like in... Pokemon. Yeah, well, well yeah. the little okay. creatures, you know, like your you have a party. Yeah, and the second one is more of an action RPG. Okay, but it's so much more than that because I've Ooh. I've only played the first four more. hours. 
And I've played about six different gameplay types in the first four hours. Right. It's mad. So you've got your all your RPG inventory, skill-based, you know, finding weapons. Then you've got the actual action, which is you go into a little fighter. So you're free-roaming in this open world, and then you'll see some enemies, and it'll turn into a little semicircle, and you can't leave oh, okay. the area until you've defeated them, or you can try and run away. Yeah. So you've got that section of gameplay. Then you've got the kingdom building, which is like an Age of Empires thing where you're that's building... That's the bit that I'm actually really excited about. That's the okay. bit I've hardly done any of. Anime Sim City or something. Yeah. That's what I want. Then there's also like battle mode, which is if you you can take on other armies. Because the whole point of this game, the fundamental point is you've been exiled as a king. King Mousinger, a big mouse, has taken <laughs> over your realm. You play King Evan Pettywhisker of House Tildrum. This is exactly oh why God. I don't want to play <laughs> yeah. Nino Kuni yeah. too. Oh, but he's lovely. Um, <laughs> Tell me about Lofty. Lofty, I've only just met Lofty. But basically, the whole point is you're trying to, you're now trying to start your own kingdom to take back the world and make it a nice place again. Okay. Because King Mousing is not very nice. Do you and think there's, there's going to be a twist at some point where someone goes, war begets war. You cannot create a good world through war. Or that would be shit. funny. Because, like... <laughs> The idea that you're having to fight armies. Well, they're to make bad your armies, nice and I'm a nice army. Oh, so yeah, right. you've got that one, which is like a weird combination of like total war style groups of. I had no yeah, idea this mad. was in it. Is it actually good? It's okay. It's Ooh. pretty simple. It's like cro- it's like total war cross with noughts and cro- um, rock paper scissors. <laughs> so I- there's like. That's Infantry literally a, types. That's a Street Pass 3DS game. Is it? Well, yeah. there you go. I've not played it. Yeah. There's so many. There's so much in it, and I've only scratched the surface, but I just wanted to say I'm loving it. Okay. And it's fun. Is oh, okay. the story interminable and getting gets in the way all the time, like um, in all JRPGs? No. <laughs> <laughs> like voice I'm not that or... far into it, but I just wanted to let people know I'm enjoying it, and I would... I really recommend it. Look at you appealing to the listener rather than us. We're the judge. I'm telling you as well. I'm not a person. I know you're not going to play it. It's fine. I'm not going to play it, but I like Lofty. Like Lofty, the little Welsh Lisa Simpson. Mutant Lisa Simpson, yeah. Yeah, (laughs) That's a mad character. There's a few of them. It just looks really cute. I love love that he's called Lofty. (laughs) That's something you'd call your mate. (laughs) Well, you you have a mate called Lofty. Well, he's not really a mate, but someone I know. (laughs) He's, he's, an absolute, listen, he he's an absolute listen. tall fucker. He was. That's what he was. Yeah. A tall fucker. <laughs> I liked him till he killed that family. Um, <laughs> what? Uh, that's what you said. Um, it's about my lofty or your lofty? Yours. Okay. My lofty ain't killed anyone. I don't yet, know. I don't yet. know what sort of character he is. They are, well, hopefully they will kill someone because they're trying to help me in battle. Okay. But uh, you have little helpers. They look like blobs with faces called Higgledies. They just run around them all the time going, Higgledy, Piggledy, Poo. That sounds very helpful. You've got one on your desk that you yeah. seem very attached to. I like him. And that you put him down your trousers a lot. You absolute freak. Uh, Good. <laughs> it seems like a game. It's a game not for all, but if you like it, you'll love it. It seems along the lines of Persona 5 where I'm like, that sounds wicked. Oh, Persona 5 is is better in my opinion, but that's because it's one of my absolute all-time favourite games. That's what very do fair. you give it on the Caddy Mad scale? What's the what's that scale? What? How mad something is. Everything it's, is it's mad. It's pretty too. mad. It is pretty <laughs> mad. Um, do you not hear the thing about the higgledy piggledy poos? <laughs> yeah, yeah. On a mad, it gets a solid eight point four on the mad scale. Oh, mad scale, really yeah. That's, that's not a rain out of ten with how good it is, by the way. That's the mad scale. That's different. <laughs> Enough games. <laughs> games we've talked about too much. I've got a Netflix series to discuss. Have either of you watched any of Wild Wild Country? No. Nope. I Tell don't know me. anyone who's watched any Wild Wild Country. Now, I'm increasingly convinced it's one of the best things Netflix has ever done. I thought you were going to say increasingly convinced only I can see it. <laughs> <laughs> That's the whole... It's like this, they've stuck it on one person's Netflix. <laughs> Just to drive bed. them insane. Yeah. Um, it is... Uh, so I'm going to talk infuriatingly vaguely about it because okay. Okay. it's a documentary, but it's about a subject I have quite literally never heard about, despite it being enormous. Like, okay. it's A, it's in America. We usually hear things about stuff in America. It's about um, a sort of what a lot of people called at the time a cult. And I read a lot about cults because I'm a cool guy with hobbies. <laughs> and... And it's about how this cult came to America and what they did when they got there. And this is in the early 80s. So it's okay. not even that long ago. Okay. You've hooked me. 
it is fucking bananas, right? Like it's I, on the mad scale. It's right. Don't watch the trailer because I think the trailer gives the trailer gives way too much away. But the intro to the first episode, so from the beginning, like the very beginning to the point at which it intros the words "Wild Wild Country" Wild on the screen, yeah. is a brilliant way of just making you go, what the fuck is this TV series going to be about? It's crazy. Um, It covers, like, it's like this weird giant metaphor for everything from, like, how dictatorships start. There is, oh, my God, there's this woman (laughs) called Sheila. You don't even know. Um, Like, (laughs) it's about American, the American Midwest, the failings of democracy, like, um, mass poisonings. Lights like It's insane, (laughs) but it's presented Firstly, with mostly with 80s footage from like news footage from mm. the time. Oh, cool. Which makes it look really strange. And they're using it even if it's degraded. So you get these some of these bits, which are clearly from the only archived bit of film they have from sure, the time. Yeah. Mm. And like ghost images are on the other side and the audio is all fucked up. And it's like, got this really odd atmosphere. They've also got interviews from now with like people right at the top of this, like the people you would go... One of them's in hiding, right. and they've oh got interviews God. with them. You've sold me. It's insane. And every single episode, it, th- this is the problem. Like, if you've... I did, like, a bit of study on documentaries mm. at university, and the thing we were always taught, taught was, like, look for how a documentary's constructed, yeah. see whether it's telling you the truth or whether it's telling you the story. Yeah. It is a 100% a story thing. Like, right, okay. there's elements of it where I'm looking at it going... A, I can't believe this footage is the footage you're talking about, or or that you're implying it is. Yeah. yeah. And B, the, it's falling into place so neatly, like the right. way the cliffhangers fall and the way sure, yeah. events yeah. coalesce, like seems way too neat and story like. Does it present itself as a hundred percent factual? Though? It says it's a true story, and it says it's a doc. It calls itself a documentary okay. series. Okay. All right. But I, it's not bothering me because the construction is so. There are there are like three moments an episode where you just go, what the fuck? Sorry, yeah, oh and like God. I've literally rewound bits because I thought I'd missed something. Oh, it's weird. amazing, and no one's talking about wow. it. Like, How much of my time? Yeah, it's, yeah. Like, it's an hour an episode and six episodes. Oh, that's fine. So I'll then, get that done. Yeah, like now, I, I've over got, the weekend. I've yeah. got one episode to go, and I am so excited to see how it ends. Oh, so I've got a couple of days off. I'll get it done. It's mad. Like I just I watched the trailer and was like, well, that looks really good, and then watched two episodes and went. Fuck! <laughs> this is crazy. Wow. Yeah, so everyone watch Wild Wild Country because it's that brilliant. Sounds good. That is sounds. A, is it a court we would have heard of before? No, no. So you've never. I've never heard of them. Oh, mate. Oh, there's so much. Like, just someone watch it so we can do a spoiler okay. cast because okay. holy I mean, shit! Sounds like the perfect thing I could watch while playing a bit of Football Manager. It, in the- I imagine it is because <laughs> yeah. I've been doing just that, Cardi. What's been happening in Rover Watch? Do you know what? Not a lot. I haven't, haven't played a lot this week. <laughs> Great. But I've got a little quick update here. I unfortunately. You know, I've been going for this this kind of fifty-three percent. Yeah, this is the target. Yeah, still stuck on fifty-two, sadly, because oh. I lost to Chelsea, which is infuriating for more than one reason. Um, which that has put me back a little. It now, me if I win my next four in a row, mm-hmm. I will be at fifty-three. percent I believe you because that will be because fifty-three percent of five hundred and twenty is two hundred and seventy-five point <laughs> six, and if I win the next four, I'll have two hundred and seventy-six wins out of five hundred and twenty. So, next four games, I need to win. It can happen. You, you can do it. Do you know who they're against? I, I should have written that down, Dale, and you've, what yeah. you've done there has rumbled me. <laughs> um, but I, I think any game's winnable. That's my philosophy. Who, who's, who's the big hitters in the Premier League these days? It's still City and United. Oh, but... It's boring, isn't it? Yeah. But that's my quick update. But what I have done to make up for it, and to make up for the fact that Gavin's still on holiday, <coughs> unbelievable. Are you not going to ask about my Real Betis game? I will. Okay, <laughs> quickly. What is, tell me about your Real Betis Look, game. Marseille and Crystal Palace have both offered me jobs. I've turned them right down. And I've had to deceive a player by telling him that we're definitely going to get Champions League football, even though we're struggling to hold on to 10th. Sometimes you just got to do what you got to do. I'm an absolute absolute monster. (laughs) Every season I always tell the board that I'm going to do just a little bit better than what I think I'm going to do, just to get that money. I don't. I I set it a bit low, then... Over, then like do well oh, and they're like you're brilliant but nah you but I need project, a transfer budget exactly uh, if you project to the start they'll give you more money see yeah. I, I work with one given <laughs> I'm sorry if, if real youth policy if yeah. real life real Batiste defender Aisa Mandy is listening I'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean to lie to you but you are my best so what I've done is construct a little game okay which I'm going to call 2027 or 007 
What? Well, oh, so, right, wait, can I guess what it is before yeah, you yeah, say yeah. it? So are these are regen names or real Bond names? Exactly. Yes. Uh, but we're Not just necessarily all regens. These are people in my football manager save mm-hmm. okay. or Bond villains. Bond villains, villains specifically. Okay. Yes. Okay, okay. So you two. I'm going to get fucked. I should have. <laughs> uh, I'm going to use this pen. Well, so, I mean, we're competing against... A other. random name generator. Yeah, but if yeah, you know your Bond villains, it's your Bond knowledge. Oh, I don't know. Okay, no, I'll tell you, one of these names is not made up. This is a real person. Okay. <laughs> footballer. No. There was uh, an old Brazilian footballer in Football Manager 2007 called Banana. Loved him. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I found him for this. Banana. Okay, what, what, what's, what do we call out? What do we say, Bond or... Bond or Football Manager, easy. Okay. Easy, simple concept. Bond, bond or Baller. Okay, Bond or Ball. <laughs> Bondable. No, um, <laughs> some of these might be easy. If you know your bond, you might get some right, of these. Okay. okay. Are we, so we're competing against each the other. name. Yeah. Okay. Hugo Drax. That's Bond. Wow, you probably oh, shouldn't have said that Probably shouldn't have said it with such conviction. I'm going to go with Bond. <laughs> <laughs> that is Bond. Do you know? Yeah. Can you? Is that Batista, right, from Spectre? No, it? you're absolutely is wrong. That, oh, is that um, Christopher Walken's character? Wait, I thought that because it's Drax, and it's no. Drax from Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxy. No, it's not. It is Moonraker. And I've my description of here is Luna Bastard, who tries to play the stock market via his own mad terrorism. Is this, is this what you've written? Yeah. Because it's got the word mad in it. Yeah, yeah, Luna Bastard. Is this one where you're going to get your own little bit in afterwards about each uh, one? Only the Bond one. <laughs> okay. Are you a massive Bond fan? I like them. I wouldn't call myself a okay. massive Bond fan. Okay. Uh, I like them. If you must know. Uh, I asked. There's another one. Lucas Blofeld. The reason oh, you've done this quiz is because you... Face. The reason you've done this quiz is because you saw that. <laughs> yeah. oh, Was it though? He's a ball. I reckon a ball as well. You've done me. Yeah. He is <laughs> a Sunderland under 23 striker. <laughs> Your face said it all as soon as you read it out. These won't all be this simple. It was written behind uh, our eyes. Okay. Max Zorin. Ball. That's a Bond character. I know it is, and I waited like a little it sneaky is Bond. Oh, that is Christopher little... Walken. That's the Christopher ah. Walken. In a view to kill. He's a, a selfish bastard <laughs> who tries to shake things up a bit by causing an earthquake to wipe out his Silicon Valley competition. Tries to shake yeah. things up a bit. That's <laughs> <laughs> all Bond villains are known to do. Here we go. Walter Rojas. Ball. Ball. Is both ball. I want you to go first next time. What? Okay, okay. Well, let's do that. You no, go first, I go first. All right, all right. All right. He, yeah, is, he actually plays for me. He's a Can Colombian we? central midfielder, but I've sent him on loan to Napoli. See, I wanted to develop. That's how old is that's he? high how level loan. How old is he? He's 21. Yeah, that's a good age to loan him out. Yeah, I've got depth at centre midfield. Francisco yeah. Alex, Marcus Drill. Of course, yeah. Carlos Elena, Ivan Villaba. Oh, that's too I much thought. depth for anything. Carlos Elena's a real one. I know him. Yeah, he's good. You put your hand up then to shut you up. <laughs> no, no, I was going, he's hey, going, I was going okay. Please be quiet. Is that we've had enough? Uh, Rui Silva. Right, so is it me first? No, it's me right. first this time. Rui Silva. That's Bond. I wanted to say Bond as you well. You still can. Okay, Bond. No, that's what my Damn it, I thought you were doing that because it would make me remember the no, idea of Rui was, Costa. Well, it's very similar to Raul Silva from Skyfall. Oh, see, we've done it the other way around. Rui Silva is actually the new chairman of Norwich. <laughs> so who okay. would have thought? Brad Whitaker. <laughs> it's me first, right? Um, Bond. Ball. It's Bond. Oh, for fuck's sake. He's from the Living Daylights. He's a greedy bastard (laughs) who is an international black market arms dealer. Brad said the word Whittaker. bastard a lot. In he's yeah, getting, there's putting, a theme. They're a bastard every time. <laughs> Luna bastard, selfish bastard. Yeah. Alexander Golovin. Go on, Jay. Mm. Ball. Bond, to mix it up. Oh, it is ball. He's actually oh. the only real player. He's a Russian centre midfielder. He's now at Stoke in my game, Ooh, 30 years old. Is he going to the World Cup? Is he on the plane? Uh, in plane? real life? He might be. I haven't looked at the Russian squad details. Uh, okay. He could be, though. It's currently 5-4 to Joe with three left. Okay. Friedrich Bremer. Mm. 
Ball. Ball. It is ball. Dickhead. <laughs> 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 it is an Armenia Bielefeld striker for Germany, age 22. Mm, lovely. Armenia Bielefeld. Carl Stromberg. Is it me first this yeah. time? You've both done very well at this, by the way. Well say, done. I'm going to say... Carl hmm, Stromberg. Uh, Bond. Just for trying to claw back some points, I'm going to say ball. It is Bond. Oh, no, what kind of bastard is he? What kind of bastard is he? <laughs> oh, do you want to know? He's from the Spy Who Loved Me. He's a mad bastard oh. <laughs> who tries to start a nuclear war with submarines. <laughs> oh, it's, oh, I remember him. Spy Who Loved Me, yeah. Spy who and the last me. one, Emilio Largo. All right, so I've lost then. So. You have, but you know, it's all ball. fun. Ball. It's Bond. Oh. Thunderball. He's a tedious, unoriginal Ooh. bastard who steals two nuclear weapons and attempts to hold the world hostage by threatening to dev- detonate the two devices. That is what you do with them. That yeah, is, that so is bang out. That's a big that win. Is. Seven five to Joe. He knows his ball or bond. 007, <laughs> so. 20, 2027. At least I try. <laughs> <clears throat> Feedback. <laughs> We've only got two bits of God. feedback this week. Am I reading both? No. Well, it says Joe at the top of both well, of them. Take one each. Oh, so you can't. Oh, okay. okay. All right, who's got, you go first then, Joe. All right. John Montgomery. Hi, guys. I've recently been living some nostalgic moments through the Final Games podcast. Just finished Gav's contribution. I've been on it too. You should bloody listen to mine. (laughs) And started thinking not only about my favourite games over my lifetime, but also those memorable moments that made me go out and buy a next-generation console. I'll always remember the pee whistle in Mario 3. You like that, Cardi? Cardi nearly spat his water out. Because he thinks the word pee's funny. (laughs) Combined with whistle. It's mad, isn't it? Whistle? I'll laugh at anything. That's a good thing about me. The dogs jumping through the window in Resident Evil, seeing a car get hijacked in GTA 3, and witnessing an online team deathmatch of Rainbow Six Vegas as being the catalyst to buy the NES, PlayStation, PlayStation 2, and Xbox 360. Do you guys have memorable moments which convinced you to shell out for the next generation of console when you've not jumped in to buy launch editions? So that's like going to a mate's house and seeing fun stuff go on how often have you not bought launch editions all right money bags i didn't buy a launch console until i don't know if i've ever bought one on really launch. Ah, it might actually be oh no does new 3ds count that was launch I oh were you i bought a launch. i bought a yeah. switch like three weeks after launch that's basically the switch launch. was the first time i'd bought a console in probably about 10 years which wasn't on launch day really yeah because yeah, i always just invest straight away or don't bother yeah fair enough what made you do that well funny you should ask <laughs> well, that is the question yeah <laughs> uh, so that was mario odyssey but i to be honest i was always gonna buy it for that anyway because i wasn't massive into zelda but mario was my thing but then me and Joe were working on a preview together and he brought back loads of gameplay footage. And I remember just watching, uh, I think it was the Seaside Kingdom, yeah. just watching you play for that. And I was like, I've got to work out how to get money this month it's to buy a Switch. Absolutely <laughs> insane yeah. that. For like playing Odyssey for the first time, like in retrospect, I'm quite down on Odyssey, but really? that's only because the end game didn't make me as happy as most other Mario games. Okay. But the act of playing most of those things for the first time is absolutely insane. I think it's mm. utter it's brilliant. brilliant. It's game. just and incredible. I'm so, it's, it's worth, even if that was the only game I ever played on the Switch, I think it was worth it. Yeah. Worth buying the Switch for. Uh, for me, it was the original PlayStation and it was playing FIFA 98 Road to the World, the World Cup. Road to World Cup. Yeah. The one with uh, Chumba Wombo, wasn't it? Was that, the did it also have Song 2? It, I think that was maybe the one for Quite possibly. I think oh, it might have been that. Basically, yeah. whichever one had, had Song 2 on it, yeah. we played that. Song 2 came on. I don't think I'd ever heard Song 2 before. Really? I remember thinking it was the coolest sound I'd ever heard. <laughs> yeah. um, and then just like not really understanding how any of it could possibly exist. I remember just being like, this doesn't make sense that what? FIFA can, can work. Oh, right. No, that, okay. FIFA, that like commentary and like all oh, the things you take for granted. Okay, yeah. Like I was just like, this is insane. That was the first like proper football game you played. Like 3D, I think, yeah. Oh, wow, I, that, okay. remi- that reminds me, I made a mad decision once. So it's, I must, it must have been around 2007, 2008 and I had FIFA 2007, <coughs> FIFA 2008, whichever was the current one. Yeah. And th- I was getting into Radiohead at the time, mm. as most people tend to. Uh, at that time. Yeah, at that time in their lives. Uh, and I made the mad decision of, I noticed that on the FIFA 2004 soundtrack, they had Mixomatosis. <laughs> so by you Radiohead. bought the So I bought version. FIFA 2004. 
for no what? apparent That's reason. True. That is true fandom. Yeah, I don't know why. I'm still. I think it was like two quid in like Game Station when that was a thing. That's pretty jokes. And not even that I good of a it, song, mate. It's not their best, but it's no. still good. I mean, and, uh, it's all right. The, the 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 sad coda to my story is that I went home and album. begged for begged for uh, PlayStation for months. Got it along with my brother for Christmas, and my parents not understanding the difference between different football games got me uh, Actual Soccer Three instead of oh. FIFA, and it was a big bag of shit. Yeah. That was a bloodbath that day. And yeah. the other game we got, well, no, I'm very nice. I wouldn't possibly. I would have wouldn't, hurt them. Wouldn't have done anything bad. <laughs> we also got the Small Soldiers game, which I thought it's at the time amazing. was really good. It is. I, haven't, is it? I don't I really played remember it. I it in about it. 10 years, <laughs> yeah. it was good. I'm surprised you've played it in the last 10 well, years. I don't know, 10, 15, I don't know. But time yeah. flies when you're having as much fun as me. What's the best, like, conversely, what's the best launch game experience you've ever had? Ooh, good Ooh, question. that's a fantastic question. The one that sticks in my uh, head is no, Tekken Tag Tournament. Well, like yeah, I said, I don't, think I, actually, yeah. I don't oh. know if I've ever bought a console at launch, so I don't know if I've had one. You, but genuinely, Tek- that makes sense. Tekken no. Tag was one of six games yeah. you could get for the PS2. So it was I the only P- game to I, buy. I got the I PS4 it was very insane. close to launch, but I didn't have enough money to get it when it came out, so I got it. Infamous, when I bought the Infamous one when that came out. Okay. And yeah, playing yeah. Infamous Second Son, to me, was like, wow, this looks incredible. Yeah, that's so crazy. Uh, Mario 64, Iron uh, That makes sense. It was a, like, a very obvious answer, but yeah, that, no, that's right, that game, the first thing that you play on it, and you can't it's really, it's like that high, you can't really yeah. go... I remember buying yeah. my PS3 quite a few years late and getting... Modern Warfare One with it and playing that online endlessly. Like I'd never played online really before. Yeah, that. Really? and that was amazing. Is that your first online game? <sighs> That's first another good I, question. Yeah. First I one I properly put hours and hours and hours into. Yeah. I'd say. I know. I was Star Wars Battlefront, the original really? Star Wars Battlefront. I never see. I never played on. I don't think I ever had the network. On my PS2, I don't think I ever had to buy the little dongle. Mine was SOCOM 2, which which came with the network dongle. My brother became, I think, the eighth best SOCOM 2 player in the world. (laughs) And he was about 12. (laughs) (laughs) It was insane. Is he allowed to play that? Not really. Um, <laughs> I think it was bought for me, and then he oh, right. got his hands on it, and as always, was better than me. How it. do you remember the uh, the response rate of that network connection being? I don't remember exactly, but I do remember it not feeling satisfying. I remember to play. shooting someone, and then waiting a second, and then they were halfway across the map a few yeah. seconds later, and I'm like. I didn't even see a move. Didn't oh, even know what happened. Honestly, the best ever feature of the PS2 network adapter was in Tony Hawk's Underground. You could email Neversoft a picture of your face. What? And then download. They would, someone, somewhere, had to take your face <laughs> and put it onto a game mesh. And then you could download it to your console. So that, I played as me in amazing. Tony Hawk's I remember on FIFA 10, I was ranked as the 11th best Spurs fan in the world online. That's, so I would have just made the team. In uh-huh. FIFA 10, maybe in goal. I bet there were far fewer Spurs fans well, in the world. who would have known? I don't know how long that was for, but it probably just meant I played it far too much, to be honest. Oh, we uh, should take Good what? days. Yeah. You should get people to write in with their first online experience. Yeah. First online experience, best ever launch games. Look at that, IGN. Yeah. How high have you been ranked? Yeah, that's a good one as well. Yeah, what's yeah. the highest ranking in a game ever? Guys, can I say the incredibly complicated email address? Yeah. IGN <laughs> underscore UK feedback at IGN.com. IGN cool. underscore UK feedback at IGN.com. I thought you just said a different one. No, not <laughs> just a... Thank God. No, nah, I wasn't. Right, next feedback. Guy. This is from Josh. Hi, guys and girl. I was wondering, if you had the power to decide who dies in the Avengers Infinity War, oh, right. who would you choose and why? <laughs> who in dies? Avengers? Just who dies? If you had the power to decide between life and death. Yeah. <laughs> uh, alternatively, who do you definitely not want to die? I want hmm. Cap, Bucky, Falcon, Widow, Spider-Man and Iron Man to survive. I thought personally. you were going to say all die. <laughs> to all die painfully. Uh, Thanos well, could die. I reckon he might at some point. This is the interesting thing, is because we know Infinity War has... A sequel. Yeah. Yeah. It was originally going to be called part two, but they're calling it something else. Yeah. How many can they kill in this film? I, I think, think someone will I, die. I, 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 think I think the end of this film is them in total devastation and someone has died. I, I don't think multiple people are going to I th- definitely think someone with weight is going to Iron die. Iron Man's gone. Iron so Man or Potentially Captain. Iron Man, yeah. And I, I would actually like Iron Man and Captain America to go. Yeah, I think but, it's definitely one of them two, actually. The linchpins on I think Iron, gonna I drop. think Iron Man's going to yeah. go. And maybe Captain America in the second one. That's a point. Because... It would not surprise... Because Marvel Comics, the whole thing is people come back from the dead the whole time. I would genuinely like both of them to die and maybe Captain America to come back like 
Yeah. Are way down the line. Of course. They'd yeah. just have no leaders, though, would they? Because without those two. But that's what's exciting is the Guardians come in and leave. Captain Marvel comes in soon. Yeah. Um, and Brie Larson's amazing. I'm, she'll, yeah. I'm fairly sure she's going to carry yeah. her weight. I feel like, like there's a couple of others that could potentially lead as well. I think Maybe. there's a few that are safe. They're not going to kill Hulk. Like, I no, feel Hulk's like not going. Spider-Man's Although he's safe. a bit rubbish, our Hawkeye feels like, you know, like a... a like, he's been know. there from the beginning. Is, is it I'm too harsh so I don't care if he dies? <laughs> it's, a, it's so weird because I, I'm really attached to Hawkeye the character because of this one comics run. Yeah. Which makes me love Hawkeye, Hawkeye in the films, really? even though he's completely okay. different. Yeah. yeah. Like, I love this version of Hawkeye in my head who yeah. doesn't exist in the films. But... Spider-Man's definitely fine because they want to make more. Well, also because he might not be actually part of the MCU after yeah. Homecoming 2. So um... they're not going to get... I think I think we were right in our estimation that yeah. Iron Man or Cap are definitely going to die in the first one. Who Black, would you Black like, Widow would be fine. Let's say everyone's on the table. Let's say they're all lined up to die. War Machine. Which person would Black you Panther save? Black will be fine because they're not oh. risking not making a sequel. But who, okay. who do you think it would be safe? Let's say, let's say we were told every single character is going to die except one and you get to choose. I who would you pick save? Wit- I get to save one. Ooh, yeah. I get to save one. There's literally one character left. If you say Groot, Thor. I will beat you up. Thor's a good one. I'd like to say Thor just because I love Ragnarok so much. Yeah. I might like, never mm, film like that. That'd be good. Mm, you've put me on the spot there, Joe. I'm going to say Tom Holland's Spider-Man. Yeah. I love him. Yeah, I'm going to go also for... Also, we can have another Spider-Man in like five oh, Spider-Mans God, no, in please no. Mm. Unless it's Miles Morales, in which case it's fine. <laughs> I'm going to go for Star-Lord. I want Chris Pratt to stay yeah. around. Yeah, that's fair. So I want another Guardians film. Also, imagine, imagine a Guardians film where it's just him reeling from the death of everyone he knows. <laughs> everyone yeah. else. Just him yeah. in his empty little, yeah. little plane. <laughs> That'd be quite good. And with that, we are done. No more. I want better feedback End next it. week. End <laughs> it. Not that those were both really good. Yeah, really yeah. good. I really liked those questions, guys. We want Please volume... Like and we want quality. We want quantity and quantity. Yeah, that's the phrase I was going for. But yeah. for volume. It's mad, isn't it? <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. IGN underscore UK feedback at IGN.com. That's the best way to do it. Yeah. Uh, I don't think we've got anything else to say. Um, I could think of something. Nah. Probably nah, not, mate. Nah, nah done. What? See ya. Bye. It's Rachel Ballinger, and I am extremely excited to invite you to Rachel Uncensored. It's my podcast where I sit down and get real with my friends and celebrity guests where we talk about all sorts of topics, and sometimes we might be under the influence when we do so. We cover things from personal stories to hot-button issues, and it's the only place on the internet you can find an uncensored version of me. It's a side of me that you might not have seen before because it's not the most family or brand friendly. But don't worry, I'm still sort of slightly a decent human being. If you're intrigued, then make sure you check it out. New episodes drop every Wednesday. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored.